Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Stuart Scanlon. And I'm Mark Donovan. And this is the Bad Screenplays Podcast. Me and Mark used to write comedy screenplays and TV shows. Unfortunately, we didn't get anywhere. So we decided to pick through and review other people's efforts to see where we went wrong and have a laugh along the way. Yep, in each episode, I'll send Mark a script. He sends one to me and we read them out totally unseen. Send your screenplays to us at badscreenplayspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> How are you today, uh, Stu? You sounding a little, uh, a little horse, a little Sebastian. Yeah, I'm a little, uh, little, <laughs> little horse at the moment. I've had this. Uh, luckily, it wasn't COVID. Just no. a, uh, just a Christmas cold. But uh, no, I'm feeling great, feeling good. I'm ready to go. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. I've spent two whole days without drinking, so I feel a million dollars. It's great. Oh, two really? whole days. I haven't drunk almost every day for ten days. So I'm feeling Jesus. great. Jesus, good for you, man. How long did it take for your hand to stop shaking? <laughs> oh, it's still shaking. Is it? Oh, of course, yeah. That, no, that doesn't stop. I just feel better than I did two days ago. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very good. You've got to do it after Christmas, man. I'm, I'm considering a similar uh, <laughs> a similar thing. I've just got a couple of nice bottles of wine to finish before I, uh, <laughs> before I uh, do that. Just a couple of bottles. Lovely. Uh, sitting, in the ki- sitting in the kitchen looking at me. Uh, not, not, not in one sitting. Not in one sitting, no. Uh, over, the next, over the next week. Yeah. It's hard to resist, isn't it, though? We're in the, um, the Christmas gooch, aren't we, between Christmas and New yeah. Year's? The, the, the weird in between. I know. You've, you've totally overindulged and you could really do with a, with a break from it. Yeah. And on TV are the, you know, the new you gym adverts are popping up on TV, oh, but you've got yeah. new years, got new years to get over yet. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always excited to see the return of the world's strongest man. I always get excited when I see it and then just get bored after like 
two events and just go fuck it, this is shit. What is that? Is that on? <laughs> is that like every January or something? It's on every Christmas, isn't it? World's Strongest Man. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I've never seen it. Have you? Well, not? I know of it, but I've not watched it. It's just always on the telly. I watched a lot of it years ago when there was a couple of like Brits who were quite good at it. But then um, there's one guy now who just absolutely dominates. He's the guy who plays the mountain in Game of Thrones. His name's Half Thor. Oh yeah, nice. He's yeah. He's like a Norwe- is he a Norwegian guy, oh, a Swedish guy or something? Something. He, he's yeah. Scand- he's Scandi, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think he's from that part the of the a world. Beast. He just dominates, and then his, his, I think like his dad and his brother, maybe his other brother, they're all just you could just draw a pencil line around them against the wall, and they'd all just fit the same frame. Really, it's like Click Viking game. blood. Yeah, Click he, he should he, he should just do it in that helmet with them yellow eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just not like s- not says a word. Just pushing cars down the street with the helmet on, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throwing barrels over uh, a wall. So he's what? He's just dominating. He just everything. wipes the floor with absolutely everyone and just has a big smile yeah. on his face and loves it. Seems like a nice sure guy. Sure, he does. Well. Yeah. Seems like a lovely man. Anyway, Stu, um, you have sent me a script called The Cancelled Stealing by Jacob Yeah, and this, this, this wasn't a, a, a deeply considered submission. This mm-hmm. was a. Uh, Post Christmas, oh shit! I better find a script choice. So, uh, I I I think it's it's got something. To, um, well, no, I don't think it's got something to it. Maybe I do. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It's not supposed to be a comedy, but it just it just struck me as quite funny. So you you read through it and you thought that'll do. <laughs> Basically, let's get straight into it then. Fade in external street night. A street of private houses, no people, no movement, no sound. Jim, 19, dressed in dark clothes, walks along the street. He holds a bag in his hand. He approaches to one house with dark windows. Okay, I'm getting a vibe already from the way it's written. Um, Jim looks back. He bypasses the house around, approaches the window, and then once again looks around all directions. He pulls out a screwdriver from his pocket opens the window, cautiously using it, and gets inside quickly. Internal house, night. Jim pulls pulls out a flashlight from his pocket. He stands motionlessly, listening rustles in the house, then switches on it and starts to move in the apartment (laughs) cautiously. (laughs) Jim's up to no good. He's definitely up to no good. He's definitely up to no good. Um, I'm getting more like robot vibes from him, the way it's written as well. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) You know exactly what I mean. Um, He approaches the sideboard, opens it, pulls out some things and puts them in the bag. He hears steps and switches off the flashlight. Suddenly, at the room are switching on a bright light. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa, so this is a robot, a bot interpretation of a burglary. You know, know, (laughs) it reads to me instantly like... Do you remember when Cassandra's father and Wayne have that um, fight in Wayne's world? Jeff. When, Jeff, well, if that is your case. <laughs> and, yeah. they put, and, they, and they put the subtitles on. That's how it reads to me. Okay. I'm with you like now. A ja- like Chinese or Japanese, probably Japanese, like interpreted into English. Got you. I love all that. There's, there's a, have we mentioned this before? 
like really funny t-shirt slogans and um it's like you know like a have a nice day type t-shirt you might see in a scene like um like a really oh, yeah. basic and some of them like in in uh, japan or china are just trying to imitate them some of them just say like suck dick and, they, and like no one knows what it means <laughs> it's just like a loose like translation a... <laughs> let me just have a quick google now i know well i know a friend um who lives in beijing and he when i was over there working there's a it's called chinglish so it's chinese uh, okay. english it's this weird translation um f- literal translation from chinese into english that doesn't work right. i love it i love it it's it's never not funny is it no it's another one not dumb here area not dumb area here please my <laughs> my pussy tastes like pepsi cola <laughs> what the fuck make future so hard <laughs> oh man well i got a t-shirt yeah uh, another one that says how how depressing uh, think less stupid uh, more i don't know whether these are actual real ones or some of them definitely are some of them definitely aren't there's one there's a one guy like an elderly guy with like a credit card shape thing and it just says vagina on the t-shirt oh god well I mean, it must be the same for for them when they see some people with those Chinese tattoos or yes. like Japanese writing on the thing, they must look at it and go, oh, my God. <laughs> some of yeah. those Chinese character tattoos that were popular in the 90s. They were huge. Weren't they just, they? like, restaurant orders? <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking hell, man. And people are still walking around with them tattoos right right now. Yeah, looking a bit faded now, stretched. Stretched, definitely stretched. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Lisa, a fine and sexy girl, you fine and sexy girl, <laughs> with a good body, with a good body, that sounds like a, some, some, like a good body, it's like how you might describe a horse or something, isn't it? <laughs> or yeah, like a, good like a composition. Car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a good, good body work. Um, stands near the switch in a transparent nightgown and slippers. Lisa, su- does. surprised and frightened, she looks at Jim with fear. Oh my god, Jim. Uh, who, who are you, Lisa? I I live here. Jim approaches Lisa. Jim threateningly. Who else is in the house? Lisa scared. N- nobody. <laughs> Jim, where are your parents? Lisa, they they left, but they, they'll soon return. My my father has a gun. She's in panic <laughs> mode, and her hands are trembling. It's visible that she's lying. Jim smiles. Really? Is it horrible? He, com- <laughs> he comes closer. Ironically, oh, you scare me. Lisa, don't kill me, please. I, I won't tell anything. I won't tell anything. <laughs> All right, yeah. No. Jim, seriously, calm down. I'm, I'm not a murderer. I'm not going to cause you any harm. Jim looks at Lisa's body. <laughs> should say body work. I she, know. She notices his sight. Hesitates and covers her body with her hands. Jim, what's your name? Lisa, scared. <laughs> Lisa. Oh, Jim. Oh, God, I know. Send us a Joey Tribbiani. Jim, <laughs> you are an attractive girl. I'm Jim. <laughs> That's oh, like old God. James Bond, isn't it? Like Roger Moore. You are an attractive oh, girl. God. I'm Jim. <laughs> it's so cringy, those old Bonds. Oh, I can't wait I know. Them, you know. We talked. We talked about it last time about like how stuff just dates, mm. and as important as the old Bond movies are, those puns 
and all yeah. that like the, the the names they give people it's just so bad it's so and they were great actors like roger and sean yeah were fantastic actors but give me daniel craig strangling a guy in a stairwell <laughs> any day you know <laughs> Do you know, I've never had any interest in James Bond. and I, I only think of Alan Partridge when I see those old Bond films. <laughs> and then I've tried to watch them, and I just can't help but think that these are badly shit. I just think they're shit. I'm sorry yeah. if anyone likes them. And I've watched like some of the more recent Daniel Craig ones, which are absolutely fine and watchable because they're made with today's standards and today's storytelling right. or whatever. And they're just, they're just better made films, even, you know being objective but those older ones i just think they're really shit yeah they are they're so bad what the, the one that i what stands out in my mind was like and i used to love playing goldeneye on oh, the yeah. um on the uh, n64 i think it was and um yeah great game so then i remember watching a few bomb movies around that time the piers brosnan ones and yeah. it's just like he's like down and dirty but he's wearing a tuxedo yeah. and he's controlling his bmw with his watch and his watch <laughs> says sony and then he pulls out his phone it says sony and you're yeah. like oh just Aww. come on and i remember thinking at the time watching it going this is bad and then yeah. when they relaunched it with with craig that was like because everyone had gone away and watched the born movies and gone mm-hmm. wow Jason Bourne, awesome, you know, mm-hmm. fighting a guy with a biro and with a newspaper and everything, just doing what you know, down and dirty stuff. Yeah. And then Daniel Craig comes along and relaunches the Bond franchise, and everyone's like, "Yes, this mm. is good now." Um, Absolutely. But no, those old ones are just. Uh, um, unfortunately, though, I I I met Daniel Craig. Oh really? I uh, I did. Yeah, I did a junket for the last movie. He, no way. He did. And it was with him and three. God, man, I'm the worst now. Girl one, girl two, and girl three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Um, it was. Um, one of them is Leah Sado in the most recent one. I think she's French. Leah Sado. Yeah, that's right. She was there. Daniel Craig was there. The the woman who played plays Money Penny. And there was a yeah. woman who played. Um, Female actor who played Money Penny. She was in Moonlight. She's fucking unbelievable. She is yeah, truly unbelievable. Naomi Harris. Uh, Naomi I had, Harris. I, I had to just Google her name. I know I've watched it in films. She plays um, the younger version of the main the title character in Moonlight, and she's like a drug addled mum, and she's fucking unbelievable. Like really good. Nice. Yeah, it was her, Monica Bellucci. Oh yeah, Leia, I she was in that. Leia Sadu and Daniel Craig. Yeah, did a junket with them. No way. Did you speak to them all? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mic'd them up and had pl- past pleasantries with them and that kind of thing. Did you not start um, launching Alan Partridge quotes at uh, Daniel Craig? I didn't. Daniel Daniel wasn't in a very good mood that day. After oh, no. Dis- really? You're going to spill the disappoint- beans? No. No beans. <laughs> no beans to so spill. The, ma- the, guy was, the guy was promoting a... Um, promoting a you know pre- a, a movie it's just it's a lot of work and yeah you know like actually interestingly enough we just um i, I saw tom cruise <laughs> do a uh, did you see that the um that leaked yeah oh my god talking just... of the pressures that actors and actors you know, actresses and directors and producers are under on set um i think tom <laughs> um demonstrated that pretty pretty well recently took it a little bit far in my opinion it's like 
It's like um, trying to say something quite constructive in the most horrendous way imaginable. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. If he'd done, if he'd done the same thing, but just in a low, calm, yeah, voice and done it, and then, like <sighs> his message, I thought, and this, you know, I looked at, absolutely fine, fantastic, like great, because I see. Um, I see all these people working and it's hard to make movies and it's, you know, there's a lot of money going out and a lot of people's livelihoods depend on it. Mm-hmm. So his message was, was right. You yeah. know, you got to obey the rules, but the way he did it, that shouting, I was like, Oh, oh my God. But then the whole like, we employ you thing really wound me up. It, it's like seeing someone um, picking up like, like litter on the floor and that's their job and then throwing more litter and going do your job I'm keeping you in fucking work it's like, <laughs> no you're not stop being a prick yeah <laughs> yeah you're right could have taken the person to one side and said that rather than shouting and screaming but you know what little bit of me wonders if he knew he was being recorded I think he definitely did I think it's the, the cynical side of me think, it thinks it's definitely just like promotion and maybe everyone behind the scenes knows he's a gobshite uh, and he doesn't particularly care. But then I doesn't think he's, he's got this this persona that he protects so so heavily, hasn't it? Maybe it's a Scientology thing where they go, you let that side of you out and it makes you more dominant. I don't know. <laughs> Should we upset the Scientologist again? Yeah, fuck them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I don't care. No, um, the uh, no, you're right. Uh, he definitely has tight control on his, on his image. You know, with yeah. his his own production company does everything, all of his movies and mm-hmm. and the rest of it. And um, he's never had a problem with publicity before. No, and this definitely like mo- moves the conversation towards him. Um, so yeah, the cynic in me too says that uh, <laughs> you know he it it's was kind contrived. of. It was a little contrived, yeah. I think so. But then he signed this, that deal with Spielberg after he did Minority Report and then War of the Worlds. And then, because Spielberg goes through actors and it's like, oh, you're my guy, you're my muse. Let's make four, right. four or five films together. Um, like at, at the minute, it's um, Mark Rylance. And then at one point, once upon a time, it was like Tom Hanks and whatever. Um, and then the second Tom, uh, Tom Cruise did that jumper on the couch thing, Steven Spielberg just dropped him like a hot potato. I was like, I want, noth- want nothing to do with that. And they haven't made a film together since. So uh, yeah. he's, he's obviously aware of that sort of effect, but I don't fucking yeah. know. Who knows? Cruise. Well, that was a bit of a tangent. Sorry. I was just, uh, you know, talking about Daniel Craig kind of. Uh, no, no problem. To, I, I, I appreciate uh, you not wanting to spill any beans, Stu, because I, might, I imagine those junkets are like 10 hours of asking answering the same questions over and over and over. And it might be a yeah, little bit absolutely. mean to say, oh, this guy was a little bit of a knobhead for like five minutes Ex- out of a 10-hour exactly. day, you know? Exactly. No, no, nothing to report. Okay, nothing to see here. Let's move on. Uh, Lisa scares, scares, it says, it is pleasant to back meet to you. A, back to another <laughs> seminal screenplay. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Jim, you're an attractive girl. I'm Jim. Lisa scares, it is pleasant to meet you, Jim. This is this is like a text-to-speech AI conversation now. <laughs> Jim looks at Lisa thoughtfully, then approaches his bag resolutely. Let's make it so. Jim throws out all the stolen things on the floor. Jim, let's forget everything that happened. You see, I take nothing. 
Jim shows Lisa the empty bag. Jim smiles. You can consider everything you saw just a dream. Lisa, satisfied. <laughs> Thank you. Jim. Let's the just end sit. Of it. That's the end, yeah. Fade out. Um, Jim, let's just simply sit and talk. You're a nice girl. Jim views Lisa, and she does not know, does not know what to do in a situation like this. Lisa, confusedly, maybe. You want a drink, tea, coffee, beer? Oh, they're getting on famously now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Jim, smiling, thanks. I'd love a coffee. Did I scare you? Oh, I apologise. Jim comes close to Lisa. Seriously, I like you very much. <laughs> Jim tries to embrace Lisa, but she uh. slips out from his arms. She's not afraid of him anymore. Lisa, without nonsense, Jim. Sit down, <laughs> relax. I need to change my clothes. Without nonsense. Jim, smiling. In my opinion, you look better now. Lisa, you don't understand. I'm hesitating. Go to the kitchen and boil some water. I'll be back. There was a rogue question mark in there, hence the uh, pronunciation. Oh, right. (laughs) Lisa leaves. Jim goes to the kitchen, switches on an electric teapot, opens a shelf, finds and gets a bank of coffee, two cups, pours coffee, adds sugar and stirs sugar. He shakes his head and smiles to something, brings coffee into the drawing room, puts the cups on the table. Lisa comes back. She is brushed and dressed in an open shirt, a mini skirt, and varnished shoes with heels. Jim, delighted. You look tremendous. Lisa, thanks. Have you boiled some water? Jim shows the cups with coffee on the table. Jim, coffee on the table. <laughs> They drink coffee and smile at each other. Jim, this is a strange date, but I searched you, always dreaming of such meetings. Strange date? (laughs) This is like a home invasion rapey vibe. (laughs) It's, um... And now they're having coffee. This is weird. Lisa, to tell the truth, I've never dreamt of a date with a thief. Excuse me. Jim, with conviction... I'll start a new life. From the beginning. Do you trust me? Lisa, it would be desirable to trust. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It would be desirable to trust. (laughs) Um, Jim, thanks. I would prove to you that I'm capable of doing right thing. Oh, man. They've gone even more robot. I think they're definitely like... um, It's like Blade Runner where they're they're coming towards the end of their lifespan. (laughs) He's just going to start... Just missing out words. <laughs> start smashing his head through the sink. Um, Lisa switches on quiet, slow music. Jim approaches and invites Lisa for a dance. They start to dance, slowly and smoothly, rocking in a step of music. She likes it. She likes it. He kisses her gently, then he kisses her once again. They start to kiss passionately. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm trying sorry. to trying to guess whether this is somewhere between like a weird like 1940s like strange male female role thing where oh. where they kiss violently and it's like they push each other's heads close together as like hard as possible and then kiss with the that nose black and white yeah yeah I know or like like a Tommy Wiseau the Room vibe or something like that <laughs> <laughs> and she's called Lisa <laughs> amazing and she's called Lisa. His hand touches her breast. 
and then he gets under her skirt. Lisa escapes from his embrace. Lisa shouts, No! Stop immediately! Jim, you want it too. Lisa, No, I don't want. It's impossible to have sex after only five minutes conversation. Jim departs. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Um, Jim departs aside. Sits, sits down on the sofa and smokes a cigarette. He's offended. He's definitely Tommy Wiseau now in my mind. I should have just done the Tommy Wiseau impression all the way through. Lisa, reconciliatory. Don't be offended. Understand, Jim. We need to know each other better. Give me a cigarette. Jim, Give me a cigarette. Jim gives me a c- Dispense cigarette, please. <laughs> Jim gives her a cigarette and lights with his lighter. Jim, forgive me. I don't want to offend. You really like you. <laughs> Lisa smiles. Tell me. Are you so active with all the girls? Excuse me. I don't know what happened to me. I've lost my head. I don't want to scare you. <laughs> Two policemen. I'm going to stop that now. Two policemen rushing the room with guns in their hands. Oh, wow. Stand still, guy. And no bullshit. <laughs> guy. <laughs> Stand still, buddy. Stand still, buddy. I'm not your uh, buddy, friend. Your friend, guy. <laughs> they suffice, Jim. Suffice him. Turn out his hands. Back. Put on handcuffs. Lisa switches off the music. Two policemen reproaches. You took forever. While I was waiting for you, he could rape me five times. Oh, policeman, sorry, it took ten minutes only. Jim, amazed. Did you call them? Lisa, of course. When I was changing my clothes, I called the police. Jim, amazed. Why? What for? Why did you do it? Did you feel bad with me? Lisa, rationally. My father always says that a thief should be in prison. Jim, with agitation. Lisa! <laughs> You're a beautiful angel. For me, why you betray me? Why? <laughs> Lisa, ironically, did you really expect that I would date a thief? I'm not doing Tommy Vaisseau anymore. Did you know Tommy Vaisseau has got his own jeans out now? He's got his own jeans brand. No. Yeah, Tommy Vaisseau jeans. Extra yeah. skinny. Loose fitted, weird jeans with <laughs> mad chains loose. hanging from the side. Mom, mom jeans. Remember them spliff, spliffy jeans? Spliffy jeans? Oh my Did you God. have them? I with did. that big hoop? I had a lot of bad fashion things. Um, I, I've got no problem admitting that I've done some horrendous crimes as a, as a youngster, but I never had spliffy jeans. I, as much as it pay me at the time to not be cool, I was never given the the shiny black bomber jacket, the spliffy <laughs> jeans, the the all that shit that the friends had and whatever. You're like, oh, that's the new... Never, never got it. Never. And thank God I never got it. Oh, my God. I know. I know. <laughs> you know? I've seen people in school with it. Oh, no. I, I got coaxed in by one or two of those things. Um, I'm ashamed to say. But, um, but yeah, you know. Uh, Jim. But I didn't do anything bad to you. Nothing's taken from your house. Why didn't you allow me to leave? Why such cruelty? What for? Is it because I kissed you? Lisa, I don't know. So I have learned. Jim, I understand. (laughs) Policeman, stop talking, guy. Let's go. (laughs) Stop talking, guy. Let's go. Um, Lisa, it's to the policeman. It's his bag. Policeman nods and takes the bag. 
Policeman, okay, have a good night. The policeman pulled Jim. Lisa approaches the window, looks at Jim, who slowly goes before the policeman, having lowered his head. Lisa, the fool. The romantic fool. <laughs> Lisa makes contempt facial expressions, shrugs shoulders with disbelief, then takes the cups of coffee, carries them to the kitchen and pours out the coffee in the sink. She yawns, is stretching herself, switches off the lights and goes to sleep. Fade out. There we go. That's it. She That's just it. goes to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> It was a home invasion. She was nearly raped. The police have come to her house and she just cleans up the kitchen and goes to bed yawning. Yeah, just has a little stretch and then just good night. Yeah. Bye. Good night. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, that was fun. No, don't be silly, Stu. That was fun. That was really fun. I enjoyed the nice visit from Tommy Vaisel. I haven't thought about him for a while as well. I know. Always worth a, always worth a think. Oh, yeah. He's got a new film out as well called Big Shark. And um, have you seen the trailer for uh, it? I have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it, it looks like he's only made the trailer. I don't know if he's going to actually make the film, but there's a scene where um, they're just walking down the streets, obviously with really bad acting and bad dialogue. And then water like, um, comes so, up to the feet. Someone throws a bucket of water behind them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then um, it goes up to like their waists. And then a shark that's about 15 feet high by about 40 feet wide, is able to swim in like four feet of water. <laughs> Waist high water. With just its lower jaw in the water, yeah. <laughs> and then they, they walk off at like normal walking speed, even though they're like submerged in water. It's brilliant. Wouldn't life be so boring if everything was just polished and, and you know, Hollywood? Absolutely. You mean, wouldn't cinema be so boring if it was just superhero films and algorithms deciding what people oh want to watch God. imagine yeah. a world like that's oh. you fucking hell just imagine <laughs> fuck's sake I see Jim change Jim tried hard just to battle you I see Jim change And Lisa's tired so she tricks the fool um, Speaking of scripts that are not made by algorithms and decided by massive uh, groups of people, I've sent you a script called... The ass spider. Mm, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's by Anonymous. <laughs> Nobody wants to put their name to this thing. No, of course they don't. The ass spider. <laughs> uh, let's get straight into it, I think. Why not? Okay. Internal kitchen night. A sink full of bowls. Empty quarts of ice cream litter the room. Boxes of bran flakes and other wheat products are spread out on the counter. Hmm. <laughs> ice cream tubs and bran flakes. Sounds lovely. Someone's either really trying to shit themselves or they're not. <laughs> so we're trying to get some fibre in the diet. Hmm. Okay, we're over in the bedroom. A dimly lit, messy room. The bedsheets are all over the place. 
more boxes of bran flakes rest by the bed and the television serves as the only sound until a deafening male scream is heard. Okay, we're moving into the bathroom. Zag. Zag. Not Zack. Zag. As in Zig and Zag. <laughs> it's Zag. I wonder where Zig is. I don't know. Zig and Zag, 20s. Grinds his butt on the toilet seat and cringes in horrid pain. Oh, man. Come on. Zag. Ah. The veins in his neck and forehead bulge out. His fingernails dig into the wall as he grasps around for something to grab onto. Oh, man. <laughs> he takes a few deep breaths and then pushes with all his might. More screams ensue. Uh. <laughs> he takes a few more breaths. It's like a birth is taking place. Well, I think we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, every man can relate uh. to that. Every man. Uh, gobs of sweat drip down his face and form a puddle on the floor. Jesus, man, this is serious. It is quite serious. Oh, man. Zag. Come on, please. Oh, please. <laughs> he grabs a square of toilet... Just a square. He grabs a square of toilet paper and gently pads it under his butt. Oh, man. He's having a terrible time, isn't he? Fucking hell. Not as bad as me. After a swipe, <laughs> he pulls it back out and goes pale at the sight of the now blood-drenched sheep. Fuck's sake. Ugh. Blood from that anywhere down there, man. That's oh, like man. Mine. Nah, I can't. No, <sighs> it's not fun. Not fun. <sighs> okay. Holy hell. <laughs> uh. He drops the toilet paper in the bowl and then gets a look of determination. For fuck's sake. Have you heard of a squatty potty? <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't? No. no. All right. Well, you, ha you have now. You're welcome. <laughs> Is that my homework? <laughs> That's your homework. Squatty potty. Oh, man. It's life-changing. It's life-changing. I'm just saying that. Zag could have done with one. A squatty potty? Come on, what is it? Squatty potty. With Google. a unicorn. you got to Google it. Have a look. Have a look. With a unicorn. <laughs> what are you just saying? Random words now. Squat. If you know, you know. Squatty potty. The number one way to number two. <laughs> Number one way to number two. Okay. It just looks like... There's no... Something a little you put step. Your, you put your feet on, yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's, game, it's as simple as that. What? And it just puts your sphincter in the correct position? Dude, you, every human being is designed to go in the bushes, right? Okay. So your knees are supposed to be up. Oh, shit. And when, and when your knees are up, all the pipe work inside... Like perfectly aligns, so there's no pushing needed. Oh my god, this isn't this is crazy. Yeah, this is life hack. You see, this is the shit you, they don't tell you. This should be in the manual. People are doing this in other countries around the world, but that don't have toilet seats and U bends, though, aren't they? Presumably, yeah. just having like absolutely fantastic bowel movements. You know those those hole in the ground toilets in Europe and Asia, those long drops. Yeah, I was using them in Vietnam. It was. Um 
was fairly regular, no, I have to say. <laughs> there's hardly, there's hard. I think if you look up like the cases of piles or whatever in Asia versus Europe, like there's hardly any over there. Wow. Because they're just like, ploop. <laughs> <laughs> I just speak Thailand. Yeah. No wonder he called Thailand the land of smiles. <laughs> <laughs> Every everyone's ten out of ten. Bloop. And it was t- it was textbook. <laughs> textbook. Yeah. Oh man, uh, that's amazing. There you go. There's your homework. It's just changed my life. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> he drops the toilet paper in the bowl and then gets a look of determination. I've come this far. <sighs> come on. With another incredible heave of strength, Zag pushes as hard as he can. He then pushes harder. His legs dance around wildly. His (laughs) eyes go back in his head. What do I think of Randy Marsh trying to take a shit? Just like, didn't he do that when he was it him who did it? Yeah, and then the the shit turned out to be Bono. Oh, that was no, and it was measured in Couric's Katie Couric. Like it's like 1,700 Couric's or something. Yeah. How big a piece of shit it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's got it in the basement and he's got lights and he's like spraying water on it to try and keep it uh, moist. <laughs> Sharon! Sharon! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, come on, you bitch. Uh, sploosh. <laughs> Something lands in the bowl and suddenly Zag eases up and slouches down on the toilet. He quietly sobs. <clears throat> Fuck's sake, could just shit out his liver. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. He chuckles a bit to himself. A smile of satisfaction crosses his face, but vanishes the second he peeks down into the bowl. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> he leaps up off the bowl and looks down at his deposit. <laughs> Floating on the water's surface is an ocean of blood yeah. and other mucus. Oh, my God. And is a fat insect. Record scratch. (laughs) Oh, hold on. It's some sort of spider beetle that's about the size of a hamburger. Fucking hell. Obviously. (laughs) That'll be the ass spider. (laughs) I I aforementioned. Yeah. Not just a clever name. Nope. Zag stares into the bowl, completely dismayed. Internal doctor's office night good for zag for going straight to the doctor's office yep zag and dr kukamonga 40s look at an opened up book on a table it's open to a picture of the insect dr kukamonga comes off as an anxious ass Hmm. you're the third person i've spoken to this evening about this says dr kukamonga the number of cases of the reported toilet bug has been increasing daily at first it was just once a day then twice a day and now three people a day are coming to me scared out of their minds about this thing that shoot out of their asses (laughs) doctor doctor what's this thing that's making my asshole bleed what (laughs) what so it's like the beginning of um, war of the worlds isn't it where these things are popping up and no one knows what they are and everyone's a little bit scared. No one knows what they are. I, I like to think of it as like the faculty. You remember, see that movie? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> that was so 90s, wasn't it? 
proper night. Imagine watching that back now with like I know. soundtrack and oh man, yeah. This is just like that. Just like that. It reminds me of uh, arachnophobia as well, where there's like cases, oh, all these yeah. spiders, and again, it's it's like the the beginning of it where no one knows what it is and what what's going to happen and all that. They just start popping up, yeah. Yeah. You seem a little bit on edge, Doc. I'm the one with bugs coming out of my ass here. Yeah, for real. Dr. Kukamonga ignores him and looks at some notes in an open briefcase on a counter. First it starts with severe stomach cramps and then it elevates to constipation for several days that not even a laxative can fix. Then, on the fifth day, the thing is ready to come out. (laughs) Oh, shit. Zag, do you know what it is? It doesn't look like any bug I've ever seen before. Of course you've never seen it before. It's a prehistoric insect that's long been extinct for 27 million years. Or so we thought. Oh, so it's been there. It's like a war of the world. It's been there the whole time. Been there the whole time, just waiting. Shit. It's terrifying. Now they're, now they're waking up. It's like those reports of a, like a woman. There's one that like, reported this woman who had a cockroach in his skull behind her eyes. And they had to remove no. the chair about that. No. Uh, you read about these things and it just makes you feel really, really sad. <laughs> but insects like, like, like when you're get asleep, inside, some, yeah. Oh, they lay their eggs in their nest behind your sinus uh, or something and then... Yeah. There's just like that bit behind your sinus or inside your ear or whatever. It's just like a lovely little warm spot for them to raise the children. <laughs> and then they all scuttle out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Dr. Kukamonga paces around the room. By the way, where is it now? Oh, it's still in the toilet, says Zag. Still in the toilet? You didn't scoop it out? (laughs) No, there was blood and mucus and shit. That's disgusting. (laughs) Wait, uh, hold on. And you didn't flush either? Well, it would have clogged. Just hold on. So it's just sitting there? Zag gets a little upset. Well, what do you want me to do? Dr. Kukumonga waves it off and continues on. I've sent a couple specimens to a laboratory for analysis. My friend, Larry, he works in one of the labs downtown, and he told me everything. It seems as if Dr. Kukumonga stops in his tracks. What? What is it? says Zag. It seems as if this insect has been in our bodies since the birth of the human race. What? <laughs> and they never noticed it. It's just it's just hamburgers been sitting off. This big hamburger-sized spider's been in there. For oh, fuck's sake. Maybe and what, no MRI scan or post-mortem has ever picked it up? Nope, surely not. Maybe we've all just been too busy eating hamburgers that they just go, oh, that's a hamburger. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) The only logical explanation. Zag stands there wide-eyed. How is that even possible? Well, it's a parasite, Zag. An insect, maggot, parasitic beast thing that burrows deep inside of you and feeds off of your insides. And we've never had any idea that it was even there. (laughs) Dr. Kugamonga points to a page in the book. Right here. (laughs) Kuro extermino arane, or acidic blood spider. 
or even ass spider, as some people have said. That's, ass spider. That's the best one. That's the Latin version. That's the Latin name. <laughs> so it's a spider? No, ass spider. Ass spider. <laughs> they start off as tiny organisms and they can grow to be as big as a loaf of bread. <laughs> Imagine taking a crap of that magnitude. Oh my God. Zag uncomfortably fidgets. Uh, be pretty messy, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. It can survive in extreme temperatures, both hot and cold, and our stomach acids are like its oxygen. It thrives off of it. That's why, when it's finally deposited, at least in all of the cases I've seen, it's dead. Hmm. How could we not have known? Asks Zag. Wouldn't X-rays have picked it up? Damn right, Zag. My, my question exactly. Yeah. Dr. Kukumonga. Oh, you can't see it unless you're looking for it. <laughs> these, these things grind up against your stomach and intestinal tissue. There's plenty of places for it to hide. And it's been as much a part of the human body as the heart, brain and liver. At least... That's what the labs are telling me. <laughs> I think he needs to question as Bully Larry in the labs. Look, this shit. He does. Yeah. <laughs> well, scientifically, you you wouldn't see it unless you were looking for it. Okay, thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Bye. Larry's there, just like <laughs> taking the piss, made up yeah. for himself. Doctor Cookamonga shuts the book. You know, when your stomach growls and you feel vibrations going throughout your body. That's it. You know when you get a sharp pain in your stomach when you haven't eaten anything? That's it. Biting and eating your tissue. Oh, that's a horrible thought, you know actually, how... isn't it? <laughs> oh. this, is like, this is like the Matrix trying to explain away deja vu. <laughs> yeah. Going, yeah, I've, I've had that. It must be. Yeah, see, the Matrix is real. <laughs> yeah, I've had deja vu. <laughs> You know how sometimes you see funky colours in your stool? <laughs> That's it. The results of its little pincers poking and prodding at your insides. Yeah. Dr. Kukumonga steps over to Zag and leans right up into his face. You know those little skip marks you get in your underwear? That's it just saying hello. <laughs> 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 All right, Doc. <coughs> Zach, Zach backs up. <laughs> hey, there must be some reason why these things are coming out just now. Some radical change in diet is my guess. Look, I honestly don't know yet. Is it known yet how we can get rid of it? Well, you shit it out if you're lucky. Dr. Kukamonga uncomfortably paces around. Hey, Doctor, there's something else, isn't there? With his back turned to Zag. Dr. Cucamonga's stomach loudly growls. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello. He's got a loaf of bread bacon. <laughs> He's got arms, and, belly full of arms and legs. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he slowly turns around to face Zag with terror written all over him. I've been, got a pen in one hand. <laughs> uh, I've been constipated for the past two days. Oh, no. It's happening to me. And, honest to God, I've never been so scared before in my life. You don't need to be here reading this right now, do you? <laughs> Zag is silent for a second. It's painful, but you'll get through it. 
Listen, Zag. I've seen 21 people in the past week who shut out the acidic blood spider-ass spider. <laughs> spider-ass spider. <laughs> 15 women and 6 men, including yourself. The one thing they all had in common? They had all engaged in anal sex within 7 days of depositing the bug. Whoa there. Maybe that's how it gets in there. Oh no, it's in there since the beginning of time. It's been there since for 4 billion years. And apparently... So this means the doc's been up to it at, at it as well? Possibly, yeah. Mm. Zag uncomfortably fidgets. You are who you are. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> of course you are, Zag. But I've also received another 14 reports of people who had the bug. Straight men and single women. And they all died. Zag gets it, but can't really believe it. No oh Lord, says Zag. So what's he saying then, Doctor? I don't, what's he actually trying to say? Uh, if you've had the him... first time, he said 21 people in the past week who have shut out the acidic blood spider. 15 women and 6 men. So uh, all the people who've shit it out have died? Is what you're saying? Oh no, no. All of the people who have shit it out have had ass sex. Right. The people who haven't have died. Okay. So if you've had some bum love, then you're okay. Everyone can get it, but as long as you... Yeah, exactly. Okay. You use your outie as an innie, <laughs> then you, you are, you're probably going to be all right. Okay. Zag's okay because he's like, yeah, yeah, you are who you are because yeah, yeah. he's been up to it, right? Yeah, yeah. So Dr. Kukumonga is saying he's had another 14 reports of people who've had the bug straight men mm-hmm. uh, and they all died oh, Zag sure. gets it no way oh lord well there's not enough evidence or research done to fully explain the phenomenon but obviously the intercourse uh, must have cleared the way so to speak for the bug it's just like um, a <laughs> runway with lights and it's just ready to, <laughs> ready to take off and just make its way sounds like the worst way some evil doctor is trying to convince a patient to do something oh, they would normally do. <laughs> so if you're just lying in the bed with your knees up to your chin and on unless your you don't, we're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save your life. Oh, <laughs> save your life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Kukamonga looks down to the ground in solemn. I'm on day two, Zag. Three to go. What am I gonna do? Dr. Kukumunda leans against the counter with his back to Zag. <laughs> well, you said that you can find it if you're looking for it. What about surgery? Cutting open the stomach and or intestines to find an insect that's been hidden from us since the beginning of history? Dr. Kukumunda turns around. He's holding a pistol. Oh, God. Hey, doctor! I can conceivably stick this thing in one of two places. However, neither one sounds particularly appealing to me right now. Wait, what? Zag opens his mouth to say something, but he cuts himself short. Dr. Kukumonga is completely crushed. (laughs) Zag, I'm fucked. I'm seriously fucked. (laughs) Sounds like he's about to be. Well, might save his life. Hmm? I'm sure your scientist friend... It's best you leave now, Zag. You should be fine. 
Okay. Uh, unless it laid eggs. <laughs> Just as he's walking out the door, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just throws that away. <laughs> Zag wants to say something, but instead he quietly exits. <laughs> Dr. Cook living with that. Dr. Kukamonga runs his fingers along the gun barrel. Well, at least my wife is okay. Oh, he's going to shoot himself. <clears throat> I just imagine the um, the hamburger laying loads of little sliders. <laughs> <laughs> little sliders. <laughs> Rounds with spiders. Sliders. Ass slider. Ass slider. External street. Night. Zag quickly walks along the street. Other pedestrians pass by. Cars move on down the lanes. It's a quiet night. External Starbucks night. Well, that's internal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Unless it's a drive-through, and he's just standing in a drive-through. <laughs> As he passes by, oh no, he's passing by. I'm sorry. As he passes by, a sign in the window catches his attention. It reads, "New Formula Coffee at half the price." What? What's that? A couple walk out of the shop. The woman rubs her stomach. Ugh. My stomach kind of hurts. Zag's mouth drops open. Final fade. The end. Wow. So the Starbucks is activating the uh, aspide, did you think? I don't know. New formula coffee at half. I feel like the previous scene to the one we just read probably explained it. But this is not the whole script. Mm. There's too many teasers and too much mystery going on there with, with not a lot of... Um, yeah. Letting you know what the fucking hell's happening. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You got to read a lot into it, and it's um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's fed- interesting idea. It's been done before, you know, like we like we said, yeah, you know, War of the Worlds, the Faculty, Alien, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's living in you and whatnot. But it's uh, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fun, like you say, a bit like Alien. It's like someone's watched all these films and gone. What if it came out your bum hole, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, and I do like how they, I mean, they explain it terribly, but I like how you don't just get it. It's like always in there. They could have made out that it was the appendix. You know, the appendix. Yeah, they yeah. Didn't used to think they knew what it did. Like now they now they know pretty pretty well what it does. But they they thought it was sort of a, an old primitive organ. Yeah. They could have made out that, that that was it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you could have combed through it a bit more and maybe um, tied up a few little sort of plot holes here and there. But then it's a ludicrous script. It, it, I don't feel like the writer was preoccupied with that, to be fair. He's just had right. an idea and just ran with it. Right, right. A, a sp- <laughs> an alien spider that comes out of your, birthed out of your arsehole. <laughs> and the only way to survive it is to get fucked in the ass beforehand <laughs> just ease the uh, transition I would like to have right. seen the spider running around and doing things though I, I think that could have been fun like um, you know like terrorising people this hamburger or loaf sized ass spiders yeah. I mean I wonder what happens right. if you get bitten by a radioactive ass spider turn into ass, <laughs> ass spider man <laughs> shitty breath <laughs> 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 he just shoots like ke- curly um, curly hairs out of his wrists like black curly hairs across the webs <laughs> uh, <laughs> terrible uh, I wonder who asked by the fights like dead poo <laughs> dead poo Cyplops uh, <laughs> Cyplops 
Fucking puns. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Very good. That's the very end of good. that one. Let's leave that there, eh, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> good Go choice. Eh? Good choice. I like that. Oh, it was silly, wasn't it? It was fun, though. I enjoyed it. It made me laugh. Doctor to confirm that he ain't mad. He's very flexible with his sexuality. It's like a loaf of bread or a giant smelly burger. It's been inside your bum since the beginning of time. And then you poo it out. It's very, very painful. Another, um, like you say, I mean, not not long after Christmas and New Year when everyone's overeating and eating all the wrong things. And, you know, as you've been, um, kindly admitted there, you could probably do with a visit to the uh, to the, the, the mighty throne. Um, just <laughs> a little one to make everyone feel uncomfortable there. You know, why not? Why not? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're in that nether region, that uh, no man's land between Christmas and New Year at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, I always spent this time of year when I was younger as like quickly completing all the computer games that I got for Christmas as possible, like just absolutely blazing my way through like Mario 64 nice. or whatever, you know what I mean? Just used to love it. Yeah. it was, this was like computer game territory for me, just like with all the new stuff. It was great. Right. Yeah. I miss that now. I know, man. Get no time to play computer games. I hope everyone who's uh, listened to the show who wanted the games console playstation 5 slash xbox managed to get one for the kids on christmas day and weren't priced out massively by greedy bastards you know i know those scumbags who just bought up a whole bunch of them i know i know that's awful naughty naughty and i hope everyone had a really great christmas as well thanks to everyone who listened to the show on christmas day really flattered about that one and um thanks for your continued listenership and support Absolutely, yeah, I'm amazed. Um, there was a good few of you who, who tuned in, quote-unquote. Um, so thanks very much for joining us. We had fun with the Christmas episode, so oh, I hope, yeah. you, uh, hope you enjoyed it as well. It was fun. It was very, it was very, very fun. But it's back to um, the schedule as per usual. And um, <clears throat> we've that was episode nine. And maybe for next episode, episode ten, we might have a little surprise, depending on whether we get our shit together about a, a trilogy of films that, that me and Stu have stumbled across. Yeah, we, we we get sent a bunch of scripts and some of them are too good to read and some of them are perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and we also we also have uh, other ways um, of finding um, finding these scripts. And like Mark says, we, we lucked out with, with, with one of these scripts that we, we read. So we, we've both read it. This isn't sight unseen this time. Mm-hmm. It was too good. We had to share it. But then I did a little digging and I found there was a part two and a part three as well. Yes. So it's the gift, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yes. So I think we're trying to, going to try and get our shit together and share that with you. An epic trilogy that's going to stand alongside Star Wars and The Matrix and <laughs> The Godfather. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try and get that one ready for next episode. If not, it'll definitely be making an appearance soon uh, because it's just too good not to share. It's too good. 
Thanks very much for joining us. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. And why not tell a friend about it as well? Absolutely. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.